think back to the beginning of every Mass. Begins with the sign of the cross, and then the Lord be with you. And then the priest asks all of us to call to mind our sins. It's something we do at the beginning of literally every Mass, with a few exceptions. Because we do it every time, there is a risk of just saying the words and kind of going through the motions. But it is very important, as every word in the Mass is important. When we pause for a few moments, on purpose, it is so that we can really bring to mind our sins and truly ask for God's mercy. At the last Mass you were at, did you really examine your conscience, or was your mind somewhere else? We examine our conscience at the beginning of every Mass, because the Mass is the vision experienced by Isaiah. At every Mass, the Lord is seated on high on a lofty throne with his garments filling the temple. At every Mass, the angels are here to, are there to worship Christ in the Eucharist, crying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, all the earth is filled with his glory. Notice at the end of the preface, which we say before the Eucharistic prayer, that we refer to ourselves joining in the angels singing this holy, holy. At every Mass, the great and wonderful invisible presence of God is there, and we confess our sins and ask for God's mercy, because otherwise we are not worthy to be anywhere close nearby. The words of Isaiah are fitting for ourselves. Woe is me! I am unclean, yet here I am in the presence of God. Yet he allows it, just as he did for Isaiah, just as he did for St. Paul, just as he did for St. Peter. He allows us to encounter him, to know him, and to live our life for him. This is the great mystery. God has every reason to reject us and do his work with better materials than us. If God were a football or a basketball coach, we would not be recruited. He should go find some angels to do his work. Yet he doesn't. In his divine plan, he decided that he wanted us, even though we are not good enough because of original sin in the fallen world, yet he wants us to live with him, in him, and for him always. He has made things so that our best life is lived, is lived in him. The best way that we can possibly be, the happiest we can possibly be, is in Jesus. Let us look at today's gospel specifically. Jesus is standing on the shore of the sea, and the crowds are pressing in upon him. He gets into a boat and sits down to teach. This is very important. In scripture, a boat always symbolizes the church. So Jesus' teaching from the boat. Jesus' teaching comes in the context of the church. Then, after the word is received, from Jesus in the boat, he tells Simon Peter to cast out into the deep for a catch. He is reluctant, but does it anyways. He trusts, and they catch a massive amount of fish. Before, they had caught nothing. Before Jesus, they were failing. With Jesus, they are doing better than ever. And what happens next? Simon Peter is afraid and tries to tell Jesus to go away. He recognizes, rightly, that he is not worthy of Jesus. I imagine Jesus laughing as Simon Peter says this. <laughs> yes, Simon, you are a sinful man but I'm going to use you for good anyways. He isn't worthy, but the very fact that Jesus calls him makes him worthy. Simon Peter now has the courage to follow Jesus, something he would not have been able to do before. What this means is that by ourselves, before Jesus, we can do very little good and are not worthy. 
This is why the world is in such a mess. So many try to go it on their own without a savior. But with Jesus, everything changes. And where do we find this Jesus who changes everything? In the church. What happens when we try and make excuses? Jesus tells us that he wants us even though we are not the best. He wants to use us exactly because we are not the best. There are so many saints that were, that were the bottom of the barrel, but God used them greatly anyways. None of us are exempted from God's call to live with him, through him, and in him. You can't excuse yourself from Jesus' call because you are not going to be an apostle. You may be tempted to think that a radical holiness that puts out into the deep is just for church ministers. You might want to say that this kind of radical living in Jesus is only for priests and nuns, only for deacons and bishops. False. It is for everyone. The apostles had a very special call, but all of us, simply because we are baptized Christians, have a call from Jesus to be fishers of men, to spread his kingdom. Some young men, including many from our own very parish, are called to be fishers of men in the very specific way of the priesthood. But don't even think about counting yourself out of being a fisher of men just because you have a different vocation. Young ladies, many of you are called to be religious sisters, teaching, working in a hospital, helping the poor, praying. Those are great ways to bring souls to Christ. Most are called to a family life, being a holy father or mother. That's fishing for men. Parents, you have a great responsibility to get your children to heaven. But it's even broader than that. Every part of life is supposed to be lived with radical trust in Jesus. Are you a shoe salesman or woman? Then cast out into the deep with Jesus beside you in that. Are you a firefighter? Then entrust yourself to Jesus whenever the sirens come on. Are you a paper pusher in an office? So what? Give that to Jesus too and trust that he can make a great catch out of even that. Okay, but how? Everyone's life, family, jobs, etc. is different, so there is no one way out there. But remember, all this gospel story happens in a boat. It's all in the church. Think back to how you participate in Mass. Live the responsorial psalm. In the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises, Lord. If you do full and active participation in Mass, if you really think of your sins and ask for God's mercy at the beginning, if you really sing holy, holy with the angels, Jesus will show you how to be a fisher of men in the office. If you pray the rosary and go to confession frequently, you will have the grace to make a great catch of fish. If you call on the intercession of the saints, Jesus will show you how to trust in him more fully. Whoever you are or whatever you do, no matter how unworthy you think you may be, remember that your worthiness comes not from yourself, but from Jesus who calls you. Do not be afraid of Jesus' blessings and foolishly say, Depart from me, Lord, as Simon Peter did, but rather use the wise words of Isaiah, who saw the vision of God in the sanctuary and said, Here I am, Lord, send me.